This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines, college football's national champion. A perfect season. Perfect as in record, not perfect as in the road to get to this point. But a 15-0 and 0 mark and some sweet redemption, of course, for one Jim Harbaugh, who served a three-game suspension for violating the Big Ten's sportsmanship policy and still has some ongoing challenges Uh, ongoing opportunities, he believes, to defend himself and his coaching record, his choices. Uh, And so the Michigan Wolverines, in his words, do exactly what needed to be done. They win the national championship and it plays out the way that it was supposed to. And why? Because he says, we're innocent. These players, they're innocent. And for now, Jim Harbaugh has the last laugh. What does his future hold? Will he bolt to the NFL? There certainly will be teams that are interested in him if they believe they can pry him away from Michigan. And I appreciate what Shahan J. Raja told us last hour from Houston, which is now his sense is that Jim Harbaugh will leave because of the lore of the incredible money that you can get coaching. Not that Michigan isn't paying him big-time buku bucks, because that's not true. And there are a lot of these major schools, especially after winning a championship, uh, that will then go to extremes and will offer up any amount necessary to keep what they believe is not just a world-class coach, but a coach that is synonymous with the football program, a coach that brings recruits just by virtue of his name, his reputation. Um, He's the most recognizable figure in Michigan right now. And once you get to the point where you're kind of in that rarefied air, like a Nick Saban, for example, and, and he's not the only one, he just happens to be one of them that comes to mind right away, well, doors open. For Michigan football, not only the national championship, the fact that they're in what is about to become even more of a behemoth of a conference, that they get national TV appearances and a ton of attention, that there's money there. I always hear athletic directors, administrators, coaches say after winning a national title, the dividends They pour in not just the financial windfall that comes with the victory, but the type of recruiting and advertising you just can't pay for. Every time a team participates in a Final Four, for instance, enrollment applications, they go way up. 
And that's not for athletes, though certainly there's a bump in recruiting. There's significant increased interest among athletes once they see a program win a national championship or get to play on some of the sports grandest stages like the Final Four. No, it's actual general enrollment applications that go up. Again, because you can't pay for this kind of advertising. So Michigan will see a major bump, which means the president, the administration, the athletic director, they can afford to give Jim Harbaugh a big raise if that's what he's after. But maybe what he wants is a new challenge. I know this because it's something that I've thought about personally. At what point is it time for a change? At what point is it time for a new opportunity? To be nine years in one place, and it depends on your personality too. Are you the kind of person that wants a new challenge that needs a fresh fresh opportunity needs a just a fresh start after a certain period of time. I mean, he's climbed to the pinnacle of this mountain. He did not win a Super Bowl in the NFL, though he got to one. And his team, his Niners, had great success when he was there. The clashes came with Trent Baalke, who was the general manager. You can't win that type of a peeing contest with your boss most of the time. And so he went to Michigan, so he got a little more autonomy, a little less of the having to deal with alpha male GMs, and now has finished what he started nine years ago. So it all, again, kind of depends on his personality and where he is, his state of mind. Does he want to do this again, or does he want to go back to the NFL where there's not the recruiting piece of it? Certainly not the the rules like scouting in person, that type of thing. Though, you're not allowed to tape or film your opponent's practices. But it's a little less restrictive. Even as college football turns into the wild, wild west, it definitely is less restrictive when your players are all professional athletes. And there will be chances for him if that's what he decides to do. Gosh, you can imagine there are two or three teams now, if not more than that, that would be thrilled to get a conversation with him and to have a chance at him and say, hey, we've got this amount of money. We've got this autonomy. We've got this quarterback. We've got these players. We've got these draft picks. Here's what we can offer you. And to see whether or not it will rattle the cage a bit, at least stir up thoughts of this opportunity, a new opportunity in the NFL. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Easy transition right into the Black Monday portion of the show. Not any major surprises unless you believe that, for instance, the Saints keeping Dennis Allen as head coach is a big surprise. Maybe you were expecting more of the pink slips. I always wondered why they didn't call it Pink Monday. It's Black Monday. Maybe you were expecting there would be more changes. I don't think we've seen the last of it. Still jury is out on Bill Belichick with the New England Patriots. And honestly, 
even the the small blip that he gave us on Monday in his end of year address to the media. Hey, 24 season in the books and he's still busy evaluating what went wrong. I'm in a contract, um, do what I always do, which is, you know, every day I come in, work as hard as I can to help the team in whatever way I can. Uh, and so that's what I'm going to continue to do. Certainly sounds like he's under the weather a bit. Yeah, generally won't even talk about a contract, won't even mention that. But he did say, I'm under contract. And we know now, uh, news broke about midway through the season, that he did sign a new long-term extension last offseason. It wasn't public. It didn't get out until they were all already well into this season. But Belichick's future with the Patriots is uncertain. Supposed to meet with Bob Kraft, be his son, consider some changes in structure if that's the way they decide to go. Belichick did indicate that he's willing to do whatever it takes. If he decides to stay there, he's willing to do whatever it takes to help the team win. And yeah, three of the last four seasons have been losing records. So maybe it is time for a new general manager or would he give up some of his power over personnel? Gosh, I think we could point to multiple examples of where his personnel decisions, even over coaches, have not panned out lately. Not that anyone's going to tell him who to hire as a head coach or, I'm sorry, who to hire as an assistant coach. So that is still a situation very much in limbo. But there are others where we've had some definition. No surprise, Ron Rivera let go by the Washington Commanders. One of the new owners, the new majority owner, Josh uh, Josh Harris, saying what we really all expected because of this change in ownership right before the season. We've uh, decided to uh, part ways with Ron Rivera. We we appreciate uh, Ron's efforts and everything he did for the franchise. I mean, obviously he came here during a tumultuous time period, the ownership change, and he really uh, added leadership. But clearly, um, <clears throat> you know, we weren't good enough this year. We didn't get it done on the field, and uh, so we've decided to go into a new direction. I love that he limits it to this year. (laughs) What is it, eight different starting quarterbacks for Ron Rivera under this revolving door that, that the commanders had going constantly from the time he took over? He and... The front office tried a lot of different opportunities, or a lot of different options, excuse me. At the quarterback spot, they tried everything. And it wasn't all their fault, right? It wasn't all poor choices. Some of it was injuries. But never could really find the right fit. So not a big surprise there. They want to pick their own person. I think one thing that did... Surprise me is who Josh Harris hired or who he brought in to help them figure out what they want to do next. Did you see that one of the consultants or one of the voices, the great minds they will employ to help them figure out their next direction, 
is the former GM and architect of the Warriors, Bob Myers. And that's really interesting. And we knew he wasn't retiring. He was kind of taking a step back. He felt like it was time for him to leave Golden State. But it wasn't because he didn't have the desire to work anymore, only that he felt like it was the right time to move on from the Warriors. Again, the idea of seeking a new opportunity, needing a change, needing a fresh start, that's not foreign. Certainly not something that many of us don't encounter uh, encounter after being in a job for a longer period of time and maybe feeling like you're in a rut, feeling like you need to change, feeling like you need some new inspiration. Josh Harris also answered questions about Bob Myers and bringing him in to help with the next coaching search. Bob Myers is a winner. Like, who wouldn't want him uh, on your uh, team trying to help your franchise? He knows how to identify talent. He knows how to build winning franchises, winning cultures. I mean, he's obviously not a football person. He's not been around football, but he's an amazing sports executive, and I'm you know, really happy to have him helping. Uh, he'll be around uh, as an advisor to me. Uh, he's not going to be involved with X and X's and O's, uh, but he'll be involved through the search process and beyond You know, as it relates to uh, the Washington Commanders helping us uh, build uh, a, uh, an amazing franchise, an amazing culture, and a winning culture. I don't know that they're starting from scratch because Ron Rivera has mentioned this multiple times. The The franchise is in a much better place, mostly because the Snyders are no longer involved, but also because he, Ron Rivera, helped to clean up the culture. Ron Rivera has a different standard. It's discipline. It's accountability. I'm a huge fan of his leadership. Forming relationships and teaching from there. Leading through relationships as opposed to a dictator. The really good guy. Obviously, we know what he's been through personally. But he did have final say in all football decisions, and he also hired the team's front office, so the buck stopped with him. Yeah, they were better in terms of culture. And I think they have planted the seeds for a winning culture. But the winning wasn't coming quickly enough. So remember, they won the NFC East going back to 2020. That was the COVID year, obviously. Every team in the NFC East was below 500. It was a miserable season for that division. So they did win the division and hosted Tom Brady's Buccaneers. That was the first win for the Bucs on their way to their Super Bowl. He had four seasons. This one was among the worst at four and 13. And it's not all on quarterback, but but they never could find the right answer there. So I like this idea of Bob Myers coming in who brings a perspective that's outside football, a winning perspective as Josh Harris points out. But they did also tab former Vikings GM Rick Spielman to give the the football side of things. And he goes back 30 years in NFL front offices. And it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. It's almost a who's who. Magic Johnson, part of this ownership group. I mean, we're talking about winners. 
And if you know Josh's track record with the Sixers, I know it ends with the second round, but with the Sixers, also with the New Jersey Devils, one of the the young, younger, hotter teams in the NFL, NFL, sorry, the NHL last season came up with a first-round playoff series win and they're well on their way. They've got a, a, a they've assembled a, a ton of good young talent. And so every time you change administrations, every time you change coaches, you obviously start fresh, but I do think the franchise is in a better place than it was. I would agree with that. They've got the number 2 overall pick in this spring's draft. A lot of salary cap space among the most in the NFL in these next few months. So there are some attractive elements to offer to a new head coach, not to mention you play in the NFC East, in the D.C. Metro. It's a franchise that has incredible tradition and a very passionate fan base, even though I think they're a little more cynical, a little hardened over the past uh, 20 years or so. Lowered expectations, if you will. But definitely passionate. Ron Rivera saw name changes and ownership changes and quarterback changes and every other change under the sun. And now I look for him to find a place where there's less turmoil. I hope that he does. All right, we'll get to some of the other coaching changes. Again, not a surprise in Washington at all. But what else on the horizon? And who's safe that maybe you thought was getting does boot or could be a candidate for Black Monday? Gosh, the NFC South is still a mess. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. Glad to have you with us. If you're waking up on your Tuesday, ow. Maybe you're still awake following Michigan's national championship. I can see that. 855-212-4227. We'll get to some calls, too. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. On- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. It's a touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Made a guy miss. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Stops the center something into the end zone. Touchdown. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The New Orleans Saints. Second and 11, third quarter. Saints have it at the Falcon 26-yard line. Snap to Carr. Here comes some pressure. Carr stands, now lofts one towards the end zone, and that is going to be caught! Caught, tipped up in the air. Chris Olave, touchdown. He tipped it up into the air to himself for the touchdown. The Green Bay Packers. Love up to the line of scrimmage, changing the play. Plenty of time to go on the play clock. Now they're down to five. Down to two. Here's the snap. Love throws over the middle. Got his man inside the five. Reaching for the end zone. Touchdown. Done, Davian Wicks beating Kyler Gordon on a slant off the left side. And the Packers have a 13-6 lead. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Third and four at their own 29 to start the fourth quarter. Tied at seven with their playoff hopes largely riding on this game. Snap back. Cam Rudolph guns it on the middle. That's caught at midfield. Wide open. Deontay Johnson running down the hash mark. 10-5. Touchdown. 71 yards. And the Steelers' playoff hopes very much alive. The Buffalo Bills. Jake Bailey punts this one away. It's a wobbler. Backing Hardy up to his own five. Gets to the 10, to the 15, through a hole to the 20. 25, 30, he could go. 50, 40, they're not going to get him. Deontay Hardy going the distance for the touchdown. And we're an extra point away from a tie ball game. What a play by Deontay Hardy. He backs up and retreats to almost the goal line. 95-yard punt return for a touchdown. Every time I see that particular highlight reel moment for Hardy in the punt return, not only does it underscore how much of a momentum grabber it was in the Bills game against Miami before they ran away with the AFC East title, but also he gets to midfield and there is no one who's anywhere close. By the time he's gotten to midfield, he's done all the work. It was pretty incredible. He could actually slow up before he got all the way to the uh, opposite end zone. Chris Brown with the call on the Bills radio network of that 95-yard punt return, 95-96, depending upon where you're looking. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Steelers radio with that 71-yard touchdown in the monsoon against the Ravens in Baltimore. That was the big strike for Mason Rudolph. Jordan Love, pair of touchdowns to Dontavian Wicks, but that second one was a beaut. 
Wayne Larrabee on Packers Radio and Chris Olave juggling a touchdown, juggling the ball just for fun, just for dramatic effect. The Saints run up the score on the Atlanta Falcons and Arthur Smith takes exception. So you can vote for the TD of the week following week 18. It's this NFL version, of course. It's on Twitter after our CBS or on our Facebook page. And we'd love to hear from you. We'll reveal your winner a little bit later this week. It's the Saints who will retain their head coach in Dennis Allen, but the Falcons who let go Arthur Smith. The owner of the Falcons, Arthur Blank, already looking ahead to their next coaching hire. There is no timetable. The only timetable is to do this correctly, uh, take our time, be thoughtful, uh, do all the interviews, uh, be respectful, make sure we have a full, diverse uh, slate of candidates that we're considering uh, in every way, um, and uh, give each and every one of them an opportunity to express their vision for our football team, for our franchise, uh, for the roster, and uh, where we are and where we expect to go. One losing season since Super Bowl 51. That ill-fated moment in Falcons history. But but at least they were in the Super Bowl. I think you'd take that now as painful as the Super Bowl loss was. One winning season. No playoffs. And so here they go again, shuffling the deck. Dan Quinn, by the way, and I think of him because he was the head coach before Arthur Blank hired Arthur Smith, Quinn in hot demand again in this coaching carousel this offseason. The last I heard, he had three maybe, three coaching, at least coaching interviews. And we'll see how many of them he takes and whether or not he's interested. But yeah, right now he's once again a hot commodity. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Pete Carroll says he will coach again with the Seahawks next season. I'm not even sure why that question is being asked, but in case you're wondering, Pete Carroll is returning, at least if he has his way, he is. And I can't imagine the Seahawks would fire or part ways with the one piece that keeps them relevant every single year. Get out of here. (laughs) Doug Peterson, obviously not getting fired. So I only bring him up to say that Jacksonville with this stunning final six weeks of the season in which they, they screw around, they squander a prime opportunity to win the AFC South to continue building towards being a contender, like a legit contender in the crowded AFC. Man, what a disappointment. I'm seriously stunned by the way that they failed to protect what was a two and a half game lead in their division. But Peterson fired his D coordinator, Mike Caldwell, and a bunch of defensive assistants on Monday. So that's a big change. And speaking of defense, Brian Dayball, And Wink Martindale was the defensive coordinator for the Giants. Parting ways, going separate ways. Uh, They'd been at odds. The reports were that that was major friction there. And the two of them did not get along and did not see eye to eye. Whether or not it was personal, whether it was professional, uh, that was 
makes the Giants' defense this season even more impressive. But that was maybe not a huge surprise. Although the defense was probably the best performing unit on on the Giants this year. But Wink Martindale and, and Brian Dayball were, like I said, reportedly didn't like each other, not getting along. Again, read into it what you will. It's a lot of alpha males. It's a lot of uh, men that make a ton of money to be able to implement their own ideas, to be able to have some say and to have a hand in winning. And when you get, you know, personality conflicts, a lot of times they're exacerbated by the pressure of the situation um, or just exacerbated by, yeah, like these kind of bucking against authority and who tells who what to do and yada, yada, yada. Uh, And so it it doesn't surprise me whenever you have these types of comics. We were just talking about Jim Harbaugh. He and Trent Baalke never really could get along their relationship. I guess when they were winning, they they would tolerate each other, right? But uh, in San Francisco, ultimately, it was one alpha male who won out over the other. And the... That situation plays out in a lot of different locker rooms. It just happens to be worse when teams are losing, right? So when you're winning, you kind of tolerate. When you're losing, well, then it becomes a major issue. Speaking of losing, uh, at the top of the hour, gosh, why didn't you hear what Draymond Green has to say as he rejoins the Golden State Warriors, who've really been scuffing along since he's been suspended? Explosive, mm, what should we call it? Explosive reveal by Draymond about how serious he was about retiring weeks ago. Wasn't expecting that, but I guess a lot of what he's navigated, and I'm not saying it isn't created by his own poor choices, by his own bad temper, by his own lack of self-control by him allowing his emotions to drive him as opposed to him channeling those emotions for good. A lot of this he's brought on himself and he was warned by the NBA that there was a zero tolerance policy after everything that happened with Rudy Gobert in the chokehold. But to hear him talk about the R word, wow, that's jarring. So we'll get to that at the top of the hour. In his own words. And also, who talked him out of it? I think that's fascinating. So, yeah, Black Monday, coaching changes, a national championship, certainly fits. Even as we talk about the NFL and the possibilities for Jim Harbaugh. And Marco Belletti's here in studio. Would you want Jim on your on your wall, so to speak? Would you want him driving your team? Uh, depending on what, how the team looks or whatever the situation is, but yeah, uh, I mean he's a he's a damn good head coach. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this: I'd be if anyone in the NFL comes knocking, and I'm starting to get the vibe of anyone. I don't think Jim Harbaugh stays because he's been flirting with the NFL each of the last couple of years, and he basically said it on I believe it was signing day. I want the Vikings job if they want me, and they didn't want you yet. They didn't even offer you yet. He wants to be in the NFL. Doesn't mean that he didn't want to win it with Michigan. Doesn't mean that he didn't like being there. I'm not saying that. Well, now he's even more attractive as a coach. Uh, again, I don't know why he didn't have a job offer the last couple of years. 
He went to three NFC Championship games, took a team to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did he not know how to coach? That was never a question. It's just a question of his personality and whether or not you feel like he's the right guy to lead your team and what your GM is and how is he going to be able to, uh, I don't want to say fall in line, but work in, you know, in lockstep with. Well, that was one of the issues is that, uh, reportedly, Jim Harbaugh wanted a little bit too much autonomy for the Vikings' liking. And, and the Vikings' likings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's understandable. It depends on, like I said, it's the situation. But if you're a team, Washington, that has nobody there, why would you not want Jim Harbaugh to come in and run your entire organization? Could you imagine both the Harbaugh's in that metro? Oh, I mean, Baltimore and Washington. It makes sense. <laughs> if you're the Chargers, they don't have a GM either in place. Now, I'm not saying you make him the GM, but. You can look at it and go, all right, we want Jim Harbaugh. Who do you want to work with? And let's go from there. Usually you want to hire the GM first. I understand that. But there are certain coaches that you'll acquiesce a little bit of power to, and you'll go, you know what? We'll get the guy that you want to work with. You guys will work together in simpatico. I want your vision. So what do you want to do? How do you want to do it? And you hire them together and make them, you know, in that regard. Instead of going the traditional of GM first, then you go hire the coach. I know the coach I want. Let me figure out who you want to work with to make this thing work. I would be willing to do that in the right situation. Now, if you're telling me I'm a team that's got a GM that I'm comfortable with, then no, I'm not going to handcuff you with a coach you don't want. Well, so here's one example of how it works really well. In San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan picked, handpicked his general manager, who is John Lynch. The two of them were not only a package deal, in San Fran, but John actually, as much as he is the GM, he does not have final say. It's Kyle who has final say. Now, the two of them work very closely together. Uh, There's no move that's made without the two of them giving their own input. They come from completely different perspectives. Kyle didn't play in the NFL. He's the son of a a very successful head coach. Mm. He's been in coaching forever. John played. He's a Hall of Famer. He comes from a completely different perspective with player personnel. So the two of them work together extremely well, but it is Kyle who has the final say. And, and Kyle picked John to come with him to the Bay Area. That's difficult, and that's a rarity, and that's be- I feel like that's going to continue to work as long as they continue to win. You throw in a 4-13 and season with that, and all of a sudden you're going to see a GM going, wait a minute, you have final say. You have final say what's on the field. Mm-hmm. Like it just That to me is something, you talked about it before, when you're winning, it's a lot easier to let a lot of these personality things and the alpha stuff go. It's difficult for me if you've got a GM in place and a coach in place to say the GM's in charge of getting all the players but doesn't have final say in the players. That's a little – now I feel like we've gone a little too far. But it could work because obviously it's working with the 49ers. Well, and they struggled at the beginning. I mean, they had to clean house. They had to start over. They've had some really rough seasons going back to – when remember the last year with Colin Kaepernick, they bring in Jimmy Garoppolo after yeah, those that. Guys were, He's injured. Weren't there though. That's what I mean. That wasn't John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. The Jimmy, the end of Colin Kaepernick was Chip Kelly. That's why. That's the whole. That, Are you sure? I yeah. thought Kaepernick was there for the first Not year of Kyle no, Shanahan. No, Kaepernick was there for two years after Harbaugh. He was there for the Tom Sula and the mm-hmm. Chip Kelly one year back to back errors in San Francisco. So that so it's, again, it's easier. They've won since Kyle Shanahan has gotten there. They haven't won the ultimate prize, but they've gotten close and they've been consistent winners. It's difficult to do that power structure if you're not constantly winning because at some point, someone's going to get a little annoyed. (laughs) I mean, 
don't I don't underestimate the value of relationships. I mean, pre- pre-existing relationships and and uh, the fact that you've agreed, you know, this is how it goes. Right, I don't think just every say relationship would, breaks up just because don't. things are pressure. Let's just say that's abnormal. It's yeah, a, it's, I, I agree. That's definitely I agree, abnormal. But I don't think it's it's uh, doomed to, not, to break up at some not point. Not necessarily doomed, although I, I probably go the negative route. I would say it probably is if you're going to at lose at some point. Now, they've. They've shown that they could put together a roster, and they've been able to overcome one of the biggest draft mistakes in Trey Lance mm-hmm. that you could possibly have. Right. And they've been able to overcome that. So it does. I don't see the demise of the 49ers coming anytime soon. But if you're asking me, going back to the Jim Harbaugh thing, I can go in lockstep with you kind of almost handpicking your GM, but I don't know if I want to go so far as to take a GM and then give them the title and then say, but you have zero power. Like, I, I might want to alter the title or alter your relationship just because I feel like I'm setting myself up for at some point someone's going to get annoyed here let me try to quell that before we start (laughs) so we'll see what happens with Jim Harbaugh there will be openings on Twitter a law radio you can vote for not just Monday MVP for a little bit longer but also TD of the week and then our Facebook page too we're going to get to your calls here coming up it's after hours. It's after investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. It's on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Not striving to be creating any buzz, uh, just striving to coach the football team, not trying to be popular or anything. Uh, anyone who's popular is bound to be disliked, so just coaching football. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I would say he's about the same guy <laughs> nine years ago. Jim Harbaugh introduced at Michigan as the brand new head coach. After he and the Niners parted ways and their championship earned on Monday night in Houston against Washington, nine years in the making. But will this coach end up back in the NFL come next football season? That question remains to be answered. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227. Ken is listening in Lansing. Welcome to After Hours. Hey, Amy, this is my first time calling your show, Derek. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a, I'm a huge Wolverine fan, 
And I just got a little thing I want to say to some of them uh, cheating uh, guys calling us cheaters and this and that. You know, you gave a guy a Hamburg. Uh, of course, we had to use all them sign-stealing techniques on the powerhouses of the Big Ten West, like Nebraska, Minnesota, and Iowa. Who we, I think we beat them by a combined score between the three, by like 135 to 10. <laughs> but uh, when we were so-called caught cheating, the very next game, we buried MSU 49 to nothing, their largest loss ever at Spartan Stadium. And then we lose Harbaugh for the last three, last three games. And then, uh, you know, six games span, we beat four top 10 teams and we didn't just beat them. We kicked some ass. We beat up Alabama. We out Alabama, Alabama. Nick Saban said so himself. And, uh, you know, off the pack 10, that little, Throw and go game. Uh, we got some people that can put pressure on a quarterback, as we proved tonight. We only sacked him once, but we put enough pressure on that fellow. Did you see how he limped off the field at the end of the game? You know? I did. He was definitely in pain. There was a lot of pressure on him and uh, never did get comfortable. And I, you know, I, I actually thought he should have won the Heisman. He, he throws a beautiful ball. He does. He, he throws people open like Joe Burrow used to do in college. You know, he literally just put it out there put enough touch on to let you run underneath him. He's a hell of a quarterback, but uh, I'm so proud of Jim Harbaugh. In our last 43 games, we are 40-3. and three. Mm-hmm. The best run in my life in Michigan football. I'm 67 years old. I got to watch the game with my three adult son tonight Aww. and the Alabama game, and let me tell you, there was a whole lot of hugging going on. <laughs> I can know? imagine. That's awesome. It's so nice when you can share it over generations. And I actually went to Walmart today and got uh, just a picture off of a phone and got four eight by tens and a nice frame for each one of us to give them to him tonight. Oh, so it's a, that's awesome. Good for it's you. It's a beautiful thing. Good. I'm so glad. Yeah. Well, how will you feel if he ends up leaving for the NFL? You know, I won't have a problem with that. When he came here, he said he would give us seven years. Well, he gave us nine and he mm-hmm. put up with a lot of crap from some so-called wannabe thugs called the NCAA who don't know their ass from a hole in the ground and they're nothing but bullies. Okay, all right, all right. (laughs) You know, he just, uh, he did what he came here to do. He won a national title. We beat Ohio State three years in a row. He's got us on the right course, and I would love to see him go to the pros. He, uh, I don't want to lose him, but he... He's got, he just can't let go of that nagging feeling. He wants to beat his brother in the Super Bowl, you know. Well, that would that would be quite the feat for them both to get there at the same time, um, but also just the idea that they would, uh, it, again, right, but just the idea that they would uh, be able to match up and, and that, that uh, they could strike that chord would be really cool. I could see them both uh, working toward that and having extra incentive to do that once again, you know? Oh, yeah, and the thing is uh... – Jim is so competitive. He's a, he's so so competitive. I've become I've become friends with the running back that played with him when they were going. And we be he said he is one one uh, very competitive person. Mm-hmm. Very competitive. Oh yeah, but you can he, see that. You know, I just love where we're at right now. Sharon Moore, I think, could take the reins and deliver us a, a pretty good product. You know, what I don't like is losing Bryce Underwood to LSU, but I went to a Belleville game, a playoff game this fall, and it had uh, C.J. Carr from Celine, who's committed to Notre Dame. And Bryce didn't commit until Saturday, 
And then he picks the losers from LSU. Well, there was a man behind my son when we were watching that playoff game. He told my son LSU has already offered him a $3.1 million uh, NIL deal, whatever you want to call it. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's certainly going to change a lot even now for Michigan as uh, one of the top programs in football. Thank you, Ken, for your phone call. Uh, What winning a national championship does is automatically boost enrollment, boost your profile. Uh, You get your run a couple of years with your pick of the litter. When it comes to recruits, it really does help. And, man, the Big Ten's just about to expand again, too. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 